What's poppin' everybody? Welcome to Colonels and Duds. I'm Jacob. And I'm JT. And today, we're committing suicide. I mean, talking about suicide. I mean, talking about the... The... Suicide Squad. We are not talking about Suicide Squad. (laughs) I don't think anyone ever should. Well, today we're talking about the Suicide Squad. The. Get it right. The Suicide Squad. James Gunn's movie. Who doesn't like James Gunn's? (laughs) What was, a guy. I was talking to you when we were watching it. James Gunn has this thing Ooh. for picking soundtracks. Yes. Like, I don't know what it is. This one is incredible. Every song he puts in a movie is an absolute banger. Which is great because, like, the first Suicide well, if you want to call it that. Yeah. The other one. The non-reboot. Yeah. was basically the, just, like, a music video. <laughs> the Boots. The Boots Suicide Squad. <laughs> the Will Smith Squad. <laughs> Okay, anyways. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Here we go. Get it. So the movie starts with Savant. And he's in his jail cell just tossing a ball around, having a good time. And he kills a bird with it very impressively. I think it was a canary, too. That could have some sort of symbolic significance. But although I feel like... If I was in solitary in a room with a ball for that long, I could probably be, like, semi-decent with it, too. Obviously not as good as him, but, like... I'm gonna show a lot of my DC Comics ignorance here. Who the fuck is Savant? I don't know, dog. (laughs) I got no idea who this is. I just know because they told me. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, he's our POV character for much of this movie. Uh, (laughs) More specifically, Uh, the first five minutes. (laughs) So we see him get the chip planted in his head to explode in case he runs away which i'm sure won't happen yeah that he's won't be like relevant. a badass like villain like why would he ever run away yeah um and then he gets recruited to task force task force x <laughs> yeah that one from uh from his prison and they immediately take off to cordo maltese to pursue a mission yeah there's a uh, him Pete Davidson playing Pete Davidson. Love Pete Davidson. I love... My favorite part about Pete Davidson is that he just plays Pete Davidson. <laughs> no matter the movie. I love that man. <laughs> There's also... Oh, man. I A red this. chick? Oh, I didn't even care about her. Uh, there's Wonder Woman knockoff, too. Javelin? Um, Javelin guy. Right. So, I was telling you, like, we were watching it, and I was like, he reminds me so much of this dude that I've seen in, like, this video so many times. It was like... I like to wait and make walks in the morning with my legs, yeah. And he's, like, talking about two, like, homeless people he saw fighting in the street. Yeah. And how, like, telling people to suck your dick is a bad idea. <laughs> and I was like, he sounds just like him. I don't understand. It's literally him. Yeah. So, like, S-tier movie Think already. of that career. Like, like the, the escape goat guy. I don't <laughs> know. You guys haven't seen him. What's his name? Flula? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you gotta check this guy out. He's fucking hilarious. Also on the squad, we have Weasel. <laughs> Very important character. Not creepy at all. Yo, his eyes, bro. His eyes. Um, fan, returning fan favorite and really backbone of this movie, Captain Boomerang. Yeah, I was super excited because, like, <laughs> Captain Boomerang didn't get a lot to do in the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just kind of there. So I was like, hmm, this is a really weird niche character that I feel like a lot of people don't know about in the mainstream. So, like, what could James Gunn do? was such an interesting character like Captain Boomerang. And he does a lot with him. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited mm-hmm. to see. Uh, TDK with the arm, detachable arms, played by the Nathan Fillion, in case you didn't know that. <laughs> oh, was it really him? <laughs> yeah. That is the dude from Nathan for you, right? No, right, no, no, no. no. He's else. like, uh, he's from like Firefly. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. right. Sorry, I got my And like a lot of up. other small movies and stuff. Yeah. He's great. And also, not really important to mention, but uh, Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn are also there. They're not very relevant, though. So it's really about the rest of the Suicide Squad. They're kind of just like returning background characters from most of the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So anyway, they uh, have a little time bonding on the 
playing on the way there, really get to know each other. Each <laughs> of them gets about two lines, and Pete Davidson is just scared of Weasel. <laughs> yeah, that's how Pete, like, you were talking about Pete Davidson just plays Pete Davidson. He's really like, so what is this, a dog? <laughs> like, I don't know all the breeds. I just, I want to hear him try an accent once, just to see if he can do <laughs> He's always going to sound like Staten Island, dude. <laughs> so, uh, they dive down from the water, or from the plane into the water, and immediately Weasel drowns. <laughs> it's really funny, because they go back to show, like, Amanda Waller and her like, team, yeah, and they're like, like did no one check to see if Weasel can swim? <laughs> Which, they they nerfed Waller pretty hard for this movie. Yeah? Well, because you think about in the first one, like, again, absolute garbage movie, so mm. I'm not going to, like, praise it or anything, but in the first movie, the way Waller was, she was very much, like untouchable mm-hmm. you know like she was always in control of every situation in this movie she's just like it's almost like delusions of power like she thinks she's in control but she never really like fully is well that's weird i definitely didn't get that vibe at well, she, all. She, <laughs> well the thing is like she's not it's not immediate right with how much she's changed but like the original suicide squad amanda waller would never have sent weasel out there she like if there was a chance that he But I mean... I mean, this is hilarious. Don't get me wrong. In about two seconds, we're going to get to the part where they all die. So were they really the real <laughs> Suicide Squad? Or were they just cannon fodder to distract the enemy? No, I just mean that, like, I feel like... She's, she's just a different character. Like, it's... This is your first foray into how different this movie is than the original one. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I don't even think anybody died in the first one. Oh, plenty of people did. Well, like, not anybody important, though. Diablo... Did Diablo die? I thought mm-hmm. he made it because he turned into big fire guy. I'm pretty sure he died. I don't know. That movie was. I don't remember. And much Slipknot, about it. bro. <laughs> Rip Slipknot. But like, the thing is, like, you got an introduction scene for most of these characters, or for like a couple of them, and so like, in the previous movie, they that means they're here. Like, they're probably not going anywhere. Maybe one or two of them mm-hmm. tops. This one just gets you straight into like the the bloodbath like they jump off the plane they haven't even started the mission yet one of them's fucking dead Mm -hmm. so right after weasel dies they swim to shore very safely and starts to sneak up on the beach and pete davidson pops his head up he's like hey guys name like blackguard blackguard yeah Yeah. his name is pete davidson Davidson. (laughs) it's just a whole bunch of superheroes of pete davidson storming the beach (laughs) he's like hey guys it's me I'm the one who you, like, I've talked to y'all before, like, I'm in on this, like, go ahead and kill the rest of them, it's all good, you know. And then they uh, blow half his fucking head off. Gets a face full of bullets. Yeah. Immediately. And again, just like the immediate, like, oh, it's this type of movie, like, they get you right into it, because it's not like a shot and then cut away, like, you see his face get absolutely mm-hmm. molested by this bullet. And then within the next two minutes, they're all dead besides Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Like, the, the the detachable kid, like, he just sends his arms out and they're just, like, He's, like, slapping the soldier. hovering over yeah. towards the soldier. <laughs> Captain Boomerang gets a couple good kills, honestly, but he gets killed by the red chick jumping onto a helicopter and bringing it down on top of him. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, and then Javelin Man dies and gives Harley Quinn the javelin. Savant, our main POV character for the movie, decides to swim away and gets his head blown off by Amanda Waller. Yeah. Um, javelin just gets riddled with bullets. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I think that's all that die there. Maybe a few more. They don't matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So then we cut immediately back to... And some introductions to the real Suicide Squad for this movie. We see them all in prison. We see them all get gathered up. And we get a little bit of background specifically about this this Suicide Squad's leader with Bloodsport and the whole thing with his daughter. I really dig Bloodsport's, like, the father-daughter thing. Mm -hmm. Because, like, in the original one, like... Because Bloodsport is, like, the stand-in for Will Smith's Deadshot, right? Pretty much. And in the original one, it was, like, this wholesome story. Like, oh, he just does this to, like, provide for his daughter, and they love each other, whatever. And, like, again, with flipping a lot of the stuff from the original movie on its head, like, they go to talk. They're like, you have a visitor, and it's his daughter, and you think it's going to be, like, this emotional scene. And then they're just, like, yelling and cussing at each other the whole time. Right, like, yeah. they fucking hate each other. 
This movie starts right away. Yeah. It, it does not have it's any chill. Big. It almost yeah. feels like a fever dream. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, basically, his daughter has... Well, they try to recruit Bloodsport, and he's, like, not interested. But then they're like, hey, your daughter is actually right here. Uh, she stole a watch, and she could be tried as an adult and sent right here with you. Also, I dig Bloodsport's take on smart watches. <laughs> What's the point? You, why would you want to watch TV on your watch? TV? <laughs> why would you steal something so stupid? <laughs> That's what's funny. He's not even mad at her for stealing. He's mad at her for doing a bad job at stealing and stealing something so <laughs> stupid. Anyway, um, after that threat, he gets pissed at Amanda Waller, but decides to join the team, and then he meets the rest of his team, which features Peacemaker, who is just the same thing as Bloodsport. But with a sick-ass retro-vibe costume. And and John Cena. John Cena. You can't even see him for this whole movie, though. (laughs) It's insane. But it's actually really funny whenever they're introducing them both, they give, like, the same introduction (laughs) for Bloodsport. Oh, yeah, and he's like, you having a laugh? Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, Idris Elba is British. Also, we have... The only bad thing about Idris Elba. King Shark... Rat name Catcher again? 2. It's like, wah, 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 or something like that. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Rat Catcher 2. Uh, and The Unit. Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man, bro. Yes, sir. Talk about carrying a movie on your back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's our team. And they enter to another section of the island, uh, Corto Motiz, and find absolutely no one there <laughs> they're kind of the real team uh they kind of get sent in to actually yeah, do the do job the in the scene where they all get introduced they get like a short briefing mm-hmm. and she tells him that they're after this facility called jotunheim where uh some project or something called project starfish has been happening hmm. and basically the u.s has been chill with the current dictatorship on Corto Maltese because it's been friendly to the U.S., but now there's a new regime in power and it's not Not as friendly to the U.S. And so they're like, all right, we need our shit back. Yeah, so um, as soon as they get on the island, they have their first objective, which is to go find Rick Flagg and save him. And they pretty quickly head over to where he's being kept take out a few guys yeah um, bad guys Pe- peacemaker and bloodsport have yeah this they have really their cool dick, dick measuring, measuring contest yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's really cool it's it's so awesome yeah and king shark eats a couple people you know everybody does their part and then they find the people who are holding rick fly <laughs> and realize uh this is actually the rebels <laughs> yeah it's a really funny scene very awkward whenever she's like wait why didn't my people like tell me you were coming they're and like, they're like uh, uh, what people we didn't see any people no were there people there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so they get red flag they yep. team up with uh with the, the cordo maltese rebels yeah featuring that one girl and milton Oh, yeah, Milton. Milton. I bet you forgot about I Milton. I did forget about Milton, See? actually. I literally fell into <laughs> I feel like I would know if there was a guy named Milton with this stuff. It's not a very common name. Uh, so after they rescue Flag and join up with the Rebels, uh, we kind of get their next step in the plan, which is to go find the head scientist for Jotunheim. The thinker. The thinker. He's got weird shit coming out of his head. Big smart. Large smart. <laughs> What's your superhero? Smart. Superpower. Smart. <laughs> think. I am think, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they go to a club where he's been going after work. And they have a nice time there. Polka Dot Man really shows his colors. <laughs> they get, oh, yeah, they get drunk very quickly, and they just hang out, have a good time for a few minutes until the thinker walks in, and they take him. 
Yeah. Before they do that, there's actually a few scenes in the jungle. They do some like cool ensemble team. Building. Oh right, yeah. Because like they show that Peacemaker is like willing to do anything that somebody in authority tells him. With yes. the whole dicks on the. He beach said, thing. "I love peace so much that I'd kill any man, woman, or child who stands in my way to achieve yeah. it." <laughs> now so that's you, a peaceful man right there. You get to know peace, uh, peacemaker, peacekeeper. Mm. Maker. Maker. He's, he's right. not a soldier from the Hunger Games. Oh, my bad. Uh, so you get to know Peacemaker a little bit. You get to know uh, King Shark a little bit because he tries to eat. He, he tries to eat Ratcatcher Rat too, Rat Catcher, bro. and then she like becomes his friend. I like Ratcatcher too. Yeah, she's, she's dope. Cool. <laughs> um, oh, also surprise. Her dad is Taiko Waititi. Her dad is Taiko Waititi. <laughs> you also learn that Polka Dot Man, he has like some sort of alien infection that his mother gave to mm-hmm. him on purpose to try to turn him into a superhero. Mm-hmm. And you learn that everyone he sees is his mom. Yeah, he basically is so obsessed with like proving his mom wrong, getting revenge on his mom, kind of, that that's all he sees. Yeah. Also, he has to throw out Polka Dots occasionally to stop from dying. Yeah. And he literally throws Polka Dots at people. <laughs> All right, so... So they go uh, nab the thinker, right? They, gra- they grab the thinker. Meanwhile, Harley Quinn has her whole story going on. <laughs> she has actually, like... She got taken by the Corso Maltese military to be with the new dictator, Luna. Luna? <laughs> <laughs> My cat is the dictator in this movie. <laughs> um, what the hell is his name, even? I don't know. No, remember. it's Luna. Oh, it is Luna? Yeah. Actually... Oh shit! And um, they have some absolute. They have a connection. Wild sex. They dude. have a real connection, bro. Like they spend a great day together. Like hotel room levels of disrespecting the room type I, sex. Don't be a vase around these two. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a painting, or a rug, or anything priceless. He literally, the more expensive you are, the more high at risk you are. Yeah. Um. After they spend the day together, he starts to kind of have, like, a villainous rant a little bit about how he's going to use Project Starfish to possibly take out some children, you know. And uh, to Harley, that's kind of a red flag. So she's, she's, had enough with, she's had enough with uh, troubled men in her past and red flags and ignoring them. So she decides to shoot him straight in the chest. And just absolutely wrecks that bitch. Yeah, my man tries to crawl away but does not make it. <laughs> Poor Harley, man. <laughs> she just wants love. Anyways, I mean, uh, she did get a little bit of loving, you know. <laughs> she did get that. After that, the she the, even his, complimented his penis after she shot him. This man is very attractive. <laughs> Extremely <Wow>. attractive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his second in command is now in charge, and while this guy was going to be a little more reserved with Project Starfish. The new leader the general yeah. plans on just launching it on America, Russia, mm-hmm. anybody who's an enemy of the Cortomontese new regime. Sounds like a stand-up guy. Um, and during this time, we learn from the thinker like what Project Starfish actually is, and it's Star of the Conqueror. Giant starfish alien thing. Yeah, the, that mind controls people into a hive mind. Yeah, it can it can like branch part of itself off into a smaller starfish, starfish which just latches onto your face, essentially killing you. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think and so. then just controls you as basically a zombie to be part of its army. Yep, it's pretty cool. <laughs> and also Harley. Since she killed the other dude is now, like, in custody and they're torturing her to get information. Which I would like to point out, like, for a big superhero movie, there's obviously the giant starfish, man, is CGI <laughs> and stuff. But, like, a lot of the other fights are, like, actually done, like, yeah. themselves. It's not all CGI in front of a green screen, you know? Yeah. So, um, quickly after this, they go to save Harley, but... <laughs> She actually took care of herself yeah, after she, she killed she this, killed Luna. She has an epic, epic breakout scene. Yeah, she's killing fucking everybody. There's like flowers flowing behind her. She's having a good time. She's using she's using Javelin's Javelin, which she still held on to <laughs> to this point. I love that scene. It's incredible. It's so cool. And then she like walks out and she like finds them climbing the building to come save her. And she's like, what are you she's guys in doing? a taxi yeah. <laughs> to go find them. And it's like, hey, I think 
I better go see what's going on. They're like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're coming to get you. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. I can go back inside. You can still do the play. <laughs> Just patronizing them. <laughs> um, so, let's see. And Rick Flagg and Harley have this thing, too. Like, they're clearly into each other. Well, they have a pre-existing relationship, you know. And he's a good guy. There's no red flags there. You know? Love that dude. No flag. <laughs> <laughs> my man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Got my ass, dude. <laughs> so, um, after this, they kind of like bond together a little bit more. The thinker kind of talks about what he was doing in his experiments, and you kind of feel a little bad for Starro a little bit. A little like, bit. The, the thinker really just been messing with him. Yeah, he's been because. Uh, it's revealed that the Jotunheim is basically like a, a gulag for all the political dissidents of right. the previous regime. Journalist and, included. <laughs> <laughs> you know, journalist. Anyways. Hey, uh, bro, I'm a journalism major. <laughs> you're not. It's journalism with a focus in advertising. Rip you. Anyways. <laughs> oh, yes, unemployment. <laughs> Oh, so you mean poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I can't wait to work at Chick-fil-A for the rest of my life. <laughs> hey, bro, don't don't, don't say anything too bad. bad. We might get sued. Um, no, I, I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yes, please don't hurt me, corporate overlords. Um, <laughs> no, what was I even talking Oh, it's like a gulag, right? So uh, it shows you a bunch of the people that the thinkers experimented on with Starro and, mm. like... They all have, it's, like, the starfish on their up. face. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, elderly people, pregnant women, kids. kids. Like, it's, he's a real piece of shit. Which kind of, like, proves a little bit, like, there's this whole background thing going on that, you know, like, America's not really that great because they had no problem with the previous regime doing this the entire time. They were a-okay with it as long as they were American-friendly. It's all good. Yeah, well, and that was the other thing, too. The thinker was like, well, U.S astronauts brought this back to mm-hmm. earth and then the only reason this isn't happening in the u.s is because of how squeamish the u.s public is yeah exactly like the government was basically funding all of this and the like, whole letting time it happened yeah yeah so you know anti-government i'm in cool <laughs> so uh rise up sheeple not long after this we kind of get to like the main like climax battle of the movie they head into Jotunheim, Jotunheim with their with the team, and Milton driving. Milton is there. Okay, you cannot forget my man Milton. Um, so they kind of split off into two teams to achieve different goals. One team is gonna actually like be exploding Jotunheim and destroying it. Yeah. And and then uh, the other one's supposed to like go get all the records and stuff and make sure they don't get out. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Yeah, so the team that goes to the bottom is Rick Flag, Rat Catcher, and Thinker, right? And Peacemaker. No, he splits off. Oh, okay. Because he was supposed to be helping plant the charges, because you remember him and King Shark have the scene where, like, King Shark molds the C4 into a little man. Yeah. he's like, Peacemaker. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, That's very sweet. <laughs> Nothing like me. Yes. Yeah, so... But they, then he, like, notices him going away, and he's like, I should check that out. So he follows them. They uh, start to do their plan. It's going all right, you know. The mm-hmm. charges are placed. They have their hard drive of information. He goes up to this bank of, like, supercomputers and pulls out a single hard drive, and apparently that's... Uh, that's the one. That's it, man. So, uh... Things start to not go well. Yeah, so they're, they're down there, and Rick Flagg's like, oh my god, the U.S. government sanctioned Rick Flagg realizes how messed up this whole thing is. Yeah, so he's, like, going to leak the information, and Peacemaker's like, I have been tasked specifically to make sure this does not happen. He had a side deal with Waller to make sure that this didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's actually... He kills him, bro. He kills Rip Flag. Dude, how it's, it's an such epic a good fight. fight. Oh my god. I was like, oh, Rip Flag's about to win. No, Peacemaker's gonna win. Yeah. No, Flag's gonna win. Because well, then at the end of the fight, like, 
Rick's got him. Mm-hmm. The peacemaker grabs like a broken piece of ceramic or something. Shoves it up his chest. Gets him. When and they we do, like, were watching it, dude. Fatality. Yeah, when we were watching it, I was like, oh, no, Flag's not dead. Like, I didn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, not Flag. I thought he was going to make it out for sure. No. And uh, then, oh, he has such a absolute banger of a final line, too. Because, like, Peacemaker stabs him and he drops the hard drive and he goes, Peacemaker, what a fucking joke. Like, right before he dies. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. Especially because John Cena really sells that too. Like I, I know love John Cena actor, in this movie, dude. But like he really sells how much that hurt. Because this is he, one of the best John Cena acting like shows I think I've so, ever for seen. Sure, yeah, because yeah. um, like he even like admired Rick Flag because right before they started fighting, they were like, you know, I can't let you stop me, even though you are like a hero. Mm-hmm. Like he respects him. And then when he says Peacemaker, what a joke, and then he dies. Like you see it on his face that like that hurt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but guess who sees all of this go down? Ratcatcher Rat 2. Let's Yo, go. I love Ratcatcher 2, bro. And Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi's daughter. Ratcatcher. End of sentence. Ratcatcher Rat 2. Catcher Prime? Yeah. <laughs> so, Ratcatcher 2 is like, oh, shit. Starts to run away. Uh, puts up a little bit of fight. But Peacemaker pretty easily catches up to her. He's about to execute her. But then we cut away to the other team. Yep. Uh, we see all the explosives. They're starting to go off, but they get into a little bit of trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, my man Milton goes down. Yeah, and it's really funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, because they're setting all the charges and they have like the triggers, right? And uh, they're leaving, and some guards or something bust in and they kill Milton. Not Milton. Yeah, and so like they all hide. And, like, I think Polka Dot Man kills him, right? Or is it... Yeah, Polka, Polka Dot Man takes out the guards. Yeah, and then they all hide. And Which, he's like, brief, like, interruption. Polka Dot Man is OP, bro. Yeah. He just launches Polka Dots and destroys anything in his way. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> he's way too powerful. But, like, they hide, and then... Um, and he has the power of depression. <laughs> the ultimate superpower. Um, I have... I'm a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, they like hide and Pokemon Man's like Milton. They got Milton, and everybody's like, Who "Wait, the fuck is Milton, dude?" <laughs> well, like Bloodsport's like, "Wait, I thought we left them in the car." <laughs> yeah, and Harley's like, "Who's Who? Milton?" <laughs> and then they have like a genuine like two minute scene where they just talk about like who Milton is. <laughs> and then the- Harley's like, "I feel like I would have like realized there was a Milton with us this yeah. whole time." Oh, and when that was happening too, King Shark like wandered into an aquarium where oh, there's these weird yes. squid things, King and Shark he's like playing up. with them. Yeah, and he's they find he's like thinks they're his friends. You they're know? cute. Um, but then more guards bust in, mm-hmm. and they like. Polka Dot Man like get, goes to get him, but he hits like the triggers for the explosives, and everything goes to shit. Yep, everything starts blowing up. So for King Shark, the aquarium explodes, and the fish attack him and start biting him all over. I really thought he was gonna die, and then he kind of like falls down onto the ground and gets attacked by a lot of fish yeah I don't even know what they are really. it really looks like he's going down he gets swarmed by some starro like bots basically <laughs> my man is not looking good he even sheds a tear it's terrible rip my man king shark Bird. but he makes it out he's strong it's all good Although they do a fake out and it makes it look like he's dead for yeah, a while, for sure. but he ends up all right. Yeah, so like the building's blowing up and it's starting to tilt, mm-hmm. and so like uh, Polka Dot Man and Bloodsport and Harley are all trying to get out, and King Shark just fucking falls down yeah. by where the military people are. So the rest of them start to get out to relative safely, but Bloodsport falls through the ground through several levels and lands right where. Uh, Peacemaker is about to kill Ratcatcher too. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's like, mm, "Why are you gonna kill her?" Because as established, which we haven't really talked about, Ratcatcher two and Peace uh, Bloodsport are very close. Yeah, they bond over like Ratcatcher had a really cool dad, and Bloodsport had a really shitty dad. Also, he's got a rat phobia. Mm-hmm. So like the whole time, she's trying to make him be cool with rats using. The real Sebastian. OG of this movie, Sebastian. Yes, sir. Her like pet rat that she controls with a little jacket. He's I so love fucking Sebastian. Cute, dude. He's a real hero, honestly. We'll get to him later. Uh, but uh, 
so they're close. And yeah. Bloodsport obviously does not like to... Which, brief mention, we haven't really talked about Bloodsport very much, but throughout the movie, he's hilarious. He's badass. He's definitely the leader, even though Flag's there. Yeah. He's the one who's, like, the heart of the group. You really start to love him. Like, I know it's Idris Elba, but you really start to love Bloodsport. I'm also a sucker for, like, grizzled old characters that learn to like people again. Right. Yeah. I don't know why that trope always gets me. It's a good I- one. Love that. Like, Talking about Joel from the last. Joel of us. from the last. Yes, of us, sir. Dude. Love that guy. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Shrek and Joel were in the same mold. I mean, kinda. Yeah. Archetypes, you know. <laughs> They've been hurt in the past. They feel like they're not worthy of love. They both, both love swamps. Something. Yeah. Wait, do they both? Well, <laughs> they both have a donkey. <laughs> you didn't see that scene where Bloodsport's like, "Get out, me swamp." <laughs> so, um, Bloodsport and Peacemaker quickly point their guns at each other, shoot off a oh, shot. It's like a Wild West. It's showdown. crazy, it's so dude. Cool. You have no idea who's gonna win. But earlier in the movie. Peacemaker's kind of talking shit about Bloodsport for using smaller bullets, mm-hmm. and that comes into handy because his bullet goes through Peacemaker's bullet and then launches into his neck. Yep. Peacemaker's done. Like, there's no way. He's dead. Right? Probably. <laughs> well, that's gonna be weird to have a well, Peacemaker like, HBO get... series if he's all dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, because, like, he gets shot and he's like, how? And Bloodsport's like, smaller bullet. Yeah. Bitch. Hey. <laughs> My dick is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, after this, they kind of, like, reconnect with the rest of the team. Everybody's together. We have Ratcatcher 2, Bloodsport, Polka Dot Man, uh, Sebastian. Sebastian. King Shark. King Shark and Harley Quinn. Yep. That's the team. And, uh, they're about to get the hell out of there, but then Starro breaks out of the Jotunheim Mm -hmm. because they just kind of blow it up. Exploded it. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, he starts to wreck this island nation. He starts... Basically, anyone and everyone gets the starfish face treatment. They become one of his zombie bots. Yeah, and the the people on the team, they, like, cover their faces to make yeah. sure they don't get hit. Mm-hmm. Ratcatcher 2 puts on her mask. Bloodsport puts on his... No, his mask was actually broken in the fight yeah, earlier. Yeah, he just, like, he covers, covers his up. face. And then, like... Uh, the polka Dot Man's just shooting polka dots at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, King Shark's face, like, isn't the right shape so they just kind of like yeah. smack him and fall off harley's hitting him off basically <laughs> um so they get orders from waller to just leave it alone bring the hard drive it's all good oh yeah by the way thinker got ripped apart not really that important oh yeah Starro absolutely <laughs> wrecks thinker because yeah. he's a big piece of shit everybody hates thinker bro fuck thinker all man. my homies hate thinker <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they start to walk away but they hear the carnage going on in the background, and one by one, they're like, oh, shit, I gotta go out. Yeah, like, we you gotta can't, do something about You can't this. just, like, let that happen. And Waller gets pissed, bro. Yeah, she's, she's like, She's screaming. got the switches flipped. She's ready to kill them all and explode their heads. But the agents with her in her, like, Little mission HQ, control center, yeah. yeah. They kind of, like, turn on her and, like... Prevent they her. deck her with like a mic stand yeah. or something knock her out she can't flip the switches so they go back and here we have our massive CGI fight with Starro yeah like everybody on the team starts helping out the squad and like giving them directions and stuff mm-hmm. and, and then, they, they really become a team here honestly yeah. it's, it's really cool you see Bloodsport's leadership you see each of their powers to their full effect they're fighting a giant starfish and it's insane it's not looking good, though. Yeah, Polka Dot Man managed to do some real damage to Starro. A little uh, bit too much damage. And the script realizes that he's too powerful mm-hmm. for this fight, so they fucking kill him, dude. But he gets one last scene where he sees it as his mom. He gets his revenge, unloads a lot of Polka Dots on her, and he says, I'm a superhero, and then he gets squashed. He gets smacked. Immediately. Absolutely splattered, bro. And then uh, it's not looking good. They're nope. surrounded by... Thousands of star faced people, <laughs> star facers. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. Like, they're about to get wrecked, like, easily. But, Rat Catcher 2, two. who up until this point, like, 
she's been there. Like, she's gotten, she's, like, been a very important part of the team, but not, like, the important part of the team. She uses her, like, tech thing, basically. Her, her wand. Yeah, she has a wand to, like, attract rats. Like, so she like, controls them. Kind of like how Ant-Man does with ants. Exactly. She controls all of the rats on this entire island nation, and they swarm and attack Starro. And they, then Harley... Yeah, Harley gets Javelin's Javelin and tosses it straight into his eye, and then a unit of rats led by the Sebastian. The... So you can tell by the jacket, bro. The Sebastian. Yeah, they they go up in him, and... They fuck him up. It doesn't last long from that point. It's actually kind of sad, because Starro has a last line, too. Like, he, he speaks through the people that he's mm-hmm. controlling, and he says, um, like, why did you bring me here? I was happy floating out there, like, looking at the stars or something. Yeah, for for a giant starfish who's killed so many people, you feel bad for him, honestly. A little bad, because, like, he didn't choose any of this. It's not his fault. Also, fuck the thinker, bro. <laughs> fuck the thinker, dude. So, yeah, he's done, and Ratcatcher 2 was there to save the day basically and, and it's Sebastian it's all over the news yeah and uh, Bloodsport's daughter watches the whole thing she you know she's gonna be good now her life has been turned around by seeing her dad be a superhero yeah she's like that's my dad and then Bloodsport's like hey bro uh, we're all good right we're free like this was the deal so also he has the hard drive so he's like blackmailing Waller mm-hmm. a little bit so they end up getting free they walk away and that's about it for the main movie uh, Bloodsport has a little moment with Sebastian. Oh, yeah. Bloodsport's no longer scared of rats. Yeah. At least Sebastian. <laughs> he pets Sebastian. And then there are two. Well, we kind of walk away with, like, the new squad, you know? Oh, yeah. A family. The new Task Force X. We got King Shark, Bloodsport, Harley, Ratcatcher 2. That's it. Yeah. That's all we have left. So, uh, for that, while we were watching the movie, we were trying to make p- predictions on who would live to the end. And I think I was one off. I said that uh, Bloodsport was going to die and that Peacemaker was going to be part of the final mm-hmm. squad. But other than that, I had the other three right. I don't remember what your three were. I don't remember four, specifically. I, mean. I was not too close. Like, I knew Harley was going to live. I thought Bloodsport was going to live, but the rest. I definitely had Ratcatcher 2 and King Shark dying. I, I thought they were going to kill King Shark I think for I a had second there. Peacemaker making it and also uh, Rick Flag. <laughs> I wish Rick Flag would have made it. I love dude. Rick Flag. God damn it. But anyways, they're kind of set up for the future, you know. This is the new Task Force Task Force X. Yeah. It's all good. And then uh, we get some credits. Yeah, so uh, the first credit scene is Weasel actually waking up on the beach because uh, when he drowned in the beginning, Savant actually like swam him to shore, mm-hmm. and he was the one that's like, Weasel's dead. But, uh, I mean, I guess he's not a doctor or whatever the fuck. So Weasel just like wakes up and fucking stumbles into the forest like the weird piece of shit that he is. Yeah, so he's somewhere on an island of Corto Maltese. Yeah, he's alive. And then the other post credit scene is... Somehow, they went back in and they got Peacemaker out. He's not dead, but he's, like, in a hospital in critical condition. And then, like, they ask, like, if he'll be ready soon. And they're like, I don't know. He might not make it. Like, what do you need him for? And they're like, we need him to save the world. Because apparently there's going to be an HBO Max Peacemaker series. Which which I'm not I hope upset be good. about. Yeah, yeah, I love Peacemaker. So, this movie, in a word... Fire. <laughs> fucking wild, dude. Bat shit. Well, so I remember I watched the first Suicide Squad in theaters. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, and it's just like... Even in the theaters, I was like, eh. Yeah, well, and the theater really distorts your perception. Like, y- you can watch a pretty bad movie in a theater and still come away thinking like... Oh, it was all right. It was okay. Yeah. Still, you know? in the theater. Eh. Like, yeah. not good. That was a really good music video, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I said to you while we were watching this movie was that it felt to me, and maybe it was just a me thing, it felt very Tarantino-ish. Oh, for times, sure. Because the With violence... the transition, The violence was super over the top. Every time they got to, like, a new section of the movie, they, like... It wasn't, like, super Tarantino-y because he just, like, hard cuts to mm. a... A, like a black screen with words or whatever not a black screen but you know what I mean to like mark the sections this yeah. movie has sections like that but like they use interesting parts of the environment to like tell you that they're, you're in a new section 
which is pretty cool but it like there's certain parts of it that feel kind of Tarantino-y to me right. just because like it's so anybody could die at any time the violence is super over the top you get the transitions like the movie's cut up in sections and it feels very like like you're watching a movie if that makes sense because that's one thing that I enjoy about a lot of Tarantino movies is that like you you never are in in it thinking that like oh this is a real story like the characters are really taking themselves you know super it's seriously like you yeah. know he like does a lot of communication with the audience that like you are in a movie this is not real and I feel like there's a lot of that type of feeling in the suicide well story. also there's like the quick like camera zooms and quick transitions of yeah. shots it's it's really like technically quick yeah <laughs> and cool it's fantastic mm -hmm. I like it. It, it like I said it just starts like the movie starts that's it it's starting <laughs> yeah well and like the other thing that I think works in its benefit with that sort of tone of like not taking itself super seriously like in a Marvel movie that takes itself really seriously which most of them do like if there's a plot convenience or something that you're like oh that's kind of lucky huh or like oh I guess they needed to push the plot forward like it sticks out more because that movie wants to be as realistic as it can be while still being a superhero movie this one's just like I said absolutely batshit the whole time Bonkers. so like <laughs> when Polka Dot Man just happens to hit the triggers mm -hmm. or like you know they just forgot to check if Bloodsport has a rat phobia or if Weasel right. can swim like yeah that stuff it's not great but at the same time it doesn't stick out quite as hard because like this is a movie that you're not supposed to go into with like a super serious mindset does that make sense yeah for sure i i definitely see the tarantino like connection yeah i, I feel mean, like it's inspired for sure <laughs> yeah i feel like the dialogue in tarantino movies is better mm -hmm. than the dialogue in this movie but not saying which the dialogue, isn't to say this dialogue in here bad is bad but like tarantino movie tarantino movies have like some yeah s-tier dialogue of this just, like, movie is like talking very funny it's hilarious yeah dude. and not like overly funny either and all right i mean we always say this but the characters incredible They're i was really sitting good. here like i was thinking like i was like who are my favorite characters and i was like well uh, Bloodsport's definitely one of my favorite characters i, love, Bloodsport, I love him he's the heart of the I movie i love the idris elba too and then i was like well polka dot man i love him too and i was like well i really like peacemaker but i also like harley she's incredible in this mm -hmm. movie like her best movie i was like rick flag's great in this movie basically these... i like every character yeah well and that's the thing too is like a lot of these characters are, are pretty one note like polka dot man throws polka dots hates his mom like, there's not much to him, mm -hmm. but they keep him very consistent. Yeah. And, like, everything you do kind of, like, connects... Everything he does in the movie kind of connects you to that character because right. you're like, I understand why he's doing this. You know, like, I understand his situation. And they're all kind of built that way. Like, even though they're super ridiculous characters... Ratcatcher you know, too. Like, who's gonna like? Yeah. Think that a character who controls Rat is gonna be like, like one of do, your favorites, and she's easily top three. They for do me. have a thing that DC movies typically suck at. I think DC movies are really bad, and one of the reasons they lag behind Marvel so much. Live action DC movies are really bad at making you feel like you can relate to the characters on the screen. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not very many people that relate to the Batman from BVS or like the Superman from Justice League or whatever except they all for feel... people with the mother named Martha <laughs> well yeah but I mean rip you guys um, <laughs> but like you know they never feel like people that you can connect with they're never very grounded everyone in this movie feels very grounded despite the absolutely like ridiculous scenarios that they're put in quick side note have you ever seen the extended edition of Batman vs. Superman uh, no, I haven't. Worth a watch. Improves the movie tenfold. I'm telling you. Well, it's still not great, but it's still it needs a good. tenfold improvement to just be like average. Yeah, but like I was saying, each of these characters is someone who I really enjoy. Like I was trying to think of my favorites: Ratcatcher Two, Polka Dot Man, Bloodsport, easily up there. But also mm. Peacemaker, incredible. I think honestly, even like a few of like the ones who get killed instantly, like Pete Davidson being Pete Davidson, love him. <laughs> I liked Javelin, like they get killed immediately. I was so glad to see uh, Boomerang Man again. Yeah, or Captain Boomerang, not Boomerang Man. Um. Well, yeah, no, and I I like it. I think they did a really good job because another hard thing with like a big ensemble movie like this 
is being able to balance like making you like the characters mm-hmm. and not bloating the script with a bunch of random exactly and not having like a few main characters and then some that barely have any personality yeah, like, each of these like characters feels like a character yeah they get a decent yeah. amount of time and like you can tell that like some get less than others because they're less important like the red chick <laughs> man doesn't get as much as like bloodsport and rat catcher yeah. but it's still enough to keep you questioning whether or not he's going to make it through the movie. Exactly. And so, like, I think they did a really good job of uh, striking that balance between, like, connecting you to each character, but also not making the script ever feel like it's dragging super hard. Mm-hmm. Like, there's never a point in this movie where you're like, okay, speed it up a little bit. Exactly. Like, it's e- even, like, the, the slower time. part, which is, like, Harley on her little side quest, is still incredible. <laughs> it's gas. Like, this movie never slows down. Yeah, dude. Not a bad part. So, uh... What else you got? <laughs> what else do I have? Oh, God. Um, I'll say that I didn't have high expectations for this movie. Really? Because I, I had incredibly high expectations. You no, know, after the first I was so trailer, high. after the first trailer for The Suicide Squad, I was like, this is going to be James Gunn reusing the Guardians of the Galaxy formula. I think it's going to be too derivative. I think it's going to not be different enough from what he's done in the past with Marvel to really stand out. And I feel like DC is going to come in and take a lot of his creative liberties away and make Mm. this movie washed out the way that a lot of the other DCEU movies are. And I was... You know, I'm happy to say that I was, like, completely wrong about that. Like, the team structure is sort of similar to Guardians of the Galaxy with, like, the one big guy and then, like, you know, the smart ass and the weapons dude mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, it's incredible. I think it's on par with Guardians, which is Easy. a big deal for me to say because I love that Especially, movie. like, when you consider a lot of the other DCU movies, this is definitely top tier. Like, it's surprising. Oh, excellent. It's way Surprisingly better. different. Which... Uh, it's kind of like what what uh, Fox did with Logan. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, obviously not in the same way. Logan was like very dark and gritty, and like not something you'd seen from the X Men before. And it's similar in that vein to where like it's so different that it makes you notice, mm-hmm. but it's also good enough to not have to rely on shock value to make you like it. Which also just credit to the DCEU for this year alone. I personally haven't seen the Snyder Cut. I know you're not a big fan of it, <laughs> but literally everyone else who I've talked to about it has enjoyed it, said it's a huge improvement, it's a good movie. I mean, it's... Okay, we're not asking for your opinion. We've heard it plenty of times. Oh God, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying shit. to make a point. The DCEU is killing it this year, bro. <laughs> I think they're doing better than Marvel, yeah. for sure. The Marvel mm-hmm. shows have not been good. Yeah. I don't think anybody's hyped for the upcoming Marvel movies. You know, like, this might be DCU's big turnaround where they actually start being a start real Start to be competitive, yeah. Because, like, are, this year from Marvel, we've gotten the shows which were okay and Black Widow. Yeah, and Black Widow was eh. From DCEU, we've gotten the Snyder Cut, which we all know. Yeah, yeah, you know. don't, like... Even though a lot of people have really enjoyed it, I haven't personally seen it. It's a lot of movie to it's watch. It's a long movie yeah. to watch, yeah. Apparently, it's a huge improvement from what I hear. And then this gas <laughs> movie. Yeah, this but, is so good. Yeah. And honestly, I'm hyped for the DCU to be good. Yeah. Because would, the thing is, that's going to push the MCU to be even better. Exactly. That, but also, like, the movies coming up for the DCU look really good to me like Shazam 2 I don't know if you've seen the first one I have not seen it one of the better other better DCU movies that's what I've heard I need to watch it there's an Aquaman 2 movie coming out and also uh what's his name Adam uh Black Adam Black Adam yeah like I can see some real potential in each of those movies well and I think the Marvel movies have always been very like safe very sanitized like there's violence but it's never over the top they're very like family friendly for the most part and I feel like DC has an opening on Marvel to be the opposite of that to be like oh this movie's for sure rated R oh like, yeah for easy. sure but the thing is like I feel like they could have been doing this the whole time not necessarily to be the, the darker funniest, but be like the grittier more violent like more grounded which superhero they stuff, which they always have been did go for that but not in an interesting way <laughs> yeah like it was still too sanitized it was still too safe yeah I mean we the have the upcoming like Robert Pattinson Batman movies 
That could be interesting. Yeah. I've heard that the trailers look good. I don't watch trailers. Maybe mm-hmm. I should. But anyway, like, suicide, the Suicide Squad, 10 assistant to the regional manager. You know, uh, what, for me, on, a, on the Colonels and Dad scale, you know what? I'm going to do it, bro. No, don't jump the shark. Four and a half. I ain't going to jump Four and it. a half. Four and a half kernels, bro. I'm not going to jump it because what if there's something better? Four and a yeah. half, bro. I will say I will say four kernels. I really yeah. liked it. It exceeded my expectations by like an insane amount. I think amount. for me that extra half kernel comes from, like you were saying, you weren't too interested in this. Well, not interested, but you weren't high expectations. I had really high expectations and it lived up to it. Yeah. And I also, like, there's always something that a piece of media can improve on. There's always something it can do Yeah, better. I mean, it can get better. And so, like, I don't want to jump straight to five, but, like, this but is also, really good. But also, don't be that guy who's, like, never willing to give a 100. I've had teachers like that who, like, won't give a 100 because they're like, yada, yada, yada. Like, one time, my teacher graded my paper as a 100 and said, sorry, that was a mistake and gave me a 95. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff. Like, if it's like perfect give it credit for being perfect yeah not like this movie could have improved like as perfect yeah, as it can yeah and that's why I say for I think it's incredible I think it's 100% worth the watch absolutely it's super worth the fun. rewatch <laughs> yeah it's super fun it's like you're never bored watching it you're never sitting there because I think that's the thing with a lot of movies too is like I go in which we've talked about different mindsets before but I go in more critical than you the thing is, like, when a movie is as enjoyable as The Suicide Squad was for me, mm-hmm. it almost makes me forget to be critical of it because it's like, you'll see something and I'm like, oh, that could have been better, but then I don't care because the movie's so much fun to watch. Exactly. Like, even whenever we were watching in the beginning, you were like, oh, I guess we're just starting. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's great. It's yeah. so good. I, you know, it's it feels good to mm-hmm. like things. <laughs> Jeez. I know I don't do it very much, <laughs> but I think this movie is a super solid, like, great movie. Probably one of the best DCU's put out. Mm-hmm. And 100% recommend. Sweet. So, what are we thinking of coming up next? We got a few, couple couple big releases coming out. We got, uh, we got Free Guy, The Green Knight. Uh, the Green Knight looks weird. I kind of want to watch it. Just I'm it really so interested in watching it, yeah. Yeah. It looks very interesting. Free Guy looks fun, too. It, it looks really fun. It looks just enjoyable like you know yeah nothing special but and I like Ryan Reynolds really enjoyable I like, love Ryan Reynolds watching that sexy man on screen for like so two we, hours I can we could be watching those talking about them soon um Marvel What If should be coming out within the oh, next yeah. few weeks we got a lot coming up <laughs> and we are still open to suggestions you yes. know we are still on all the socials Absolutely. we have Twitter Colonels and Duds Instagram Colonels and Duds can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts yeah. or on Spotify. Tell your anywhere. friends about us. Yeah, yeah. where you find podcasts. <laughs> Let's go. Still hanging on to that 3% viewership yes, from Germany, and I couldn't be prouder. Shout out, Germany. Let's go. <sighs> so. Anyways, you got anything else to say? I think there's only one thing left to say. Mm. 